well, those books are kind of niche. Oh, God. I said, oh, my culture niche now? <laughs> Do you agree with it? I really want, like, I'm trying agree to agree with just, just the call that if you are black, white people owe you money. <laughs> I don't think there's a such thing as my kids being too woke. Yeah. Right? So I can't undo where I grew up. I can't undo that. And I can't, I'm not going to feel bad for it. You're listening to Your Neighbor's Hood, a podcast for uncomfortable culture conversations, specifically about race. Do your thing, Christina and Jackie. Hello, it's Christina. And Jackie. And we're here. Um... Do you know what's good in your hood? Yeah. What's good in my hood is... um, I've had a moment. I knew I had what I was going to (laughs) say. I was good in my hood. I got to spend some time with my village kids, which was a lot of fun. While their mom went to the Something in the Water Festival. Oh, okay. uh, Which is... I love... (laughs) love to hear little kids interact with each other i mean they have little they have little people problems (laughs) so it's always fun when you have are funny yeah siblings and then age groups the the way they break off between each other it's it's fun to watch so i really enjoyed having like a house full of love and laughter and and arguments all that (laughs) stuff because they're siblings right Yeah, yeah so there was how many of them i had my two plus one, two, three, four, five others. So oh my gosh, you had a full house. Yeah, but it was fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I Well, I didn't do much because they entertained. The more there are of them, the more they entertain that each other. That is so funny you said that. I was just at my best friend's 30th birthday, and she's having her second one, and she comes from a family of four. Yeah. And the mom was saying it got easier. Yeah. And I remember I was like, are you kidding me? And she yeah. was like, I had a harder time when I had one or two, but the older they got... It was easier. Yeah. And, you know, and the more she had. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I do find that it's That's like so interesting. Seven kids are much easier than two. Oh, my gosh. And, and that I, makes sense. And I feel like the older ones step up and take care of the younger ones, yeah, too. It, so this is what I love about my neighbor is she has nine children and all of her kids are allowed to be kids. Yeah. She doesn't, no one feels obligated to take care of any baby. Like their age range is 22 to two. And the, you know, we look at the, the one that's just getting her license. She's not, she's allowed to be a teenager. That's great. Completely. The middle schooler allowed to be a middle schooler. Can we that's like, so I don't know. I told her, I don't know how you've done it, but you've managed to have, have some skilled parenting right there. <laughs> kids. And everybody gets to be a kid. I've just never seen that. Mm-mm. I've always no, seen the older I ones. I dated to. someone who had 12 kids, and it was very much so like the first six races. Yeah, yeah, six. yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. it was just different experience. I'd never seen that. Or, you know, the older ones kind of become pseudo parents. Yeah, and I think it's really, yeah. I, yeah, that's true. But she does an amazing job. She deserved to go out to Pharrell's Festival. For those of you guys who don't know, it was called Something in the Water in the Virginia. It's in Virginia, but it was in the Virginia Beach area, which is like right up the street from us. And it was a big deal. Yeah, Jay-Z was, was in town. That's right. That's right. It was a big deal locally. It was a huge deal. So yeah. shout out to my neighbor. I hope you had a good time. I haven't seen her. She's probably recuperating. <laughs> Probably much deserve. I got to go to the Virginia Tattoo. Yeah. Um, which was, was really that's cool. That's my what's good in the hood. Yeah. Oh, well, I won't say much about it, okay. but I love that it celebrated uh, women in mil- uh, the military. Shout out to Dom, my friend Dom. I got to see her on the little um, 
screen. She's the first woman to receive her dolphins. What's that? Dolphins is where you qualify on submarines saying That's like cool. you know all this stuff. So she's oh, one of the, big deal. She's one of the first women to be on sub. So gone girl. Get it girl. Like, yeah. We are magical and we're doing magical things. And shout out to all the women. I've seen a couple of girls that I've been stationed with saying that they're going to sub duty. So y'all get it. That's like, awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's interesting. And then um, we got to uh, do we a spoke. talk mm-hmm. this weekend, which is always fun. So, so medical racism, we did an episode, episode 32 on that. And mm-hmm. medical racism is like a big topic and there's a lot to it. But um, we just got to share our experience talking about it, our experience yeah. with the podcast. And I love doing that. I feel like I'm in my element when we get to share and speak. Yeah, so how about you? What's good? Um, I would say the Tattoo Festival, which is a festival in Norfolk. I don't understand the background of it. Do you? Mm-hmm. I, it's something about turning off the taps for the so, beer. Yeah, t- <laughs> for the beer. Yeah, isn't it? Or, I don't know about That's that. Not... I know what tattoo is, but you know, or taps is when we go we shut yeah. things down at night. There's a really weird background to tattoo, and I still don't understand. Oh, well, but it I was, guess I don't know. Yeah, so they brought together, though, like all military bands from across... like just different countries and then you got to watch them and that was a really cool experience for me I loved that now I will say what I was going to say is three days later they did something called the Highland Games have you heard of that Mm -hmm. and I've never seen anything like that if you don't know what Highland it's like strongman right yeah it is and Highland Games are Scottish and they just throw a bunch of heavy shit around and they came over and let me pick up like a 28 pound weight which wasn't hard to pick up but like throwing it over your head and they're trying to get it like 19 feet in the air so like it's just try and picture throwing you know what i mean like it's impressive so they were throwing shit around and then what else um cabers which are like huge logs that look like telephone poles you have to like twist them in the air it was just fun to watch i have never seen anything like that am i oh and the other thing is i had a fried snickers oh yeah i've never had anything fried besides chicken really Mm -hmm. i mean it's just not a I don't know. It's just not a thing. Nothing fried ever? I mean, except for chicken. Oh, wow. And I think I've had fried chicken, like, two times in my life. Oh, wow. I just don't eat fried. I'm, I'm not saying, like, I would eat fried food. It's just not in my world. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? So, yeah. I had fried Snickers, and it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. I was like, I posted on Instagram, like, am I a Southerner now? Because that's my husband. Oh, was like, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to Southernize you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. they do fry everything. When I lived in Florida, they had yeah, fried definitely. Oreos, yeah. fried pickles, yeah. fried everything. Oh, I've like, had fried pickles, but I add that to my list. But, yeah. Yeah. So, it was good. I, I actually had a really great weekend and that was partly just getting some culture getting some culture (laughs) some culture yeah exposing speaking of spicing and culture there are people who like to expose their culture yeah so all over the world this episode it might be some triggering no it's it's a good one it's um Mm -hmm. so i was pondering as i always do (laughs) philosophizing to myself and then i brought my thoughts to jackie which could always be scary (laughs) (laughs) um but i was wondering about the question are white people more inherently dangerous And I won't want to give away the episode, but just ponder that question yourself. Sit with some of the feelings that come, you know, because I could see people being angry about that, even the question. Yeah. But it really just came because I was thinking about history and I was just thinking about 
the way white people have seen themselves and, and often see ourselves as better. And so we talked about it. Yeah, we talk about white supremacy and our thoughts on that. And we take a journey through, a tiny journey through history, mm-hmm. just a small one, and just look at those sort of things from our own view on the world and would encourage you to do the same just from your own purview. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is really important is that um, this was a conversation about wrestling with your own thoughts Mm -hmm. and your own beliefs about... Your own biases, which we do a lot of. Yep, uh, about the things around us. And so we just ponder together what, I mean... Yes or no, mm-hmm. right? And the why mm-hmm. or why not? Mm-hmm. And what is that rooted in? Yeah, and are we born that way? Are yeah. you born that way? I yeah. We talk about that. So it's 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 deep. Um, it's just us really diving into our own thoughts. So Yeah, so we hope that you enjoy. So yeah, think about it yourself. White people. I don't know. And here in See what you think by the end. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So I was, I love to wax philosophical in my own brain. (laughs) Wax. Wax philosophical. I like to think. I love to think about deep things. Mm -hmm. And I often find myself wondering. And uh, through this work makes me think about a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions that I came across in just doing this work, I don't know what really prompted, I don't know, like an event or something I read. But I was thinking to myself, why are white people, are are they more inherently dangerous? And by that, I mean, like if you look at history, they've been the ones that have dominated and conquered almost every people group. I could be wrong. Every that. Someone fa- Yeah, someone <laughs> fact checked me on that. But it almost seems like it, right? We, we have gone to almost every continent and somehow, whether bringing slaves over or conquered, Right? European Americans have historically done We're that. We're not Americans, just Europeans. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, Europeans. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't mean European Americans. I meant Europeans. And so it makes me wonder, where does that come from? And like, how far back does that go? Is it something in our DNA? Or are, you know, what makes white people have this desire to conquer other lands? And, and what happens is you see it continuously because we in the modern day, force our culture onto everyone. Yeah. Well, I think when we talk about the the war side of things, I think that's human nature. Sure. Humans have been fighting right. forever. We'll always fight. It's something we love it. I mean, I watch the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things that we enjoy that... I don't even want to call it barbaric, but we enjoy that that yeah. conflict of fighting. So there will always be that part of I, society. I think that's a think. part of humans sure. that that there is a part. But um, when you brought this question up, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> are they inherently more dangerous? And immediately my mind went to violent. But when we talk about the historical historic context, I think I have to agree with you. Like I've had this thought process that typically Europeans were all about conquer, conquest, and destroy. Mm -hmm. Like, where they went, it was conquer, suppose, you know, conquer, conquest, and then destroy what that, those people's beliefs there, you know, burning people's libraries and, I mean, each other, too. Sure, yeah, because that goes a good point. We do it to each other. Yeah. I mean, it's not just minorities. Yeah, historic-wise, it was a fight. Europe was... 
very much so in turmoil. You can, I know we'll hear the argument that everybody was fine, yes, but it, not everybody was not burning on the level, ch- though. Yeah, white people have done it. Yeah, because if, if I'm neighbors with somebody, yeah, I mean, we have people are going to have conflict no matter what. It is the neighboring ability, country, yes, I mean, it's, there's going to be. Heck, we got it where we live. There's cities that don't care for another city that are right next. So when I grew up, it was like people over here, we have gangs, we have, that will be a norm. But the assimilation piece, the conquering of a whole culture and of whole existence and wiping out history and right. reworking and then it is definitely reworking European. it and then trying to force culture on other places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. And then it's just transferred over to just even America. We, when you think of America, you think white. You know, we try not to. I mean, but generally you do. And it make it makes me wonder why is our culture the dominant one? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when I say dangerous, I mean dangerous, not even just violent. I mean dangerous. Like dangerous could be pol- using policy. It could be uh, make. You know, it's to me, it's dangerous to have things that are not equitable. Does that make sense? Not equitable mm-hmm. society. So, why dangerous to me and not representing and non representation of minorities? You know, because yeah. you can have different types of danger. That's what I mean. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that it is a part of European? Yeah, that's what I'm European trying to figure system? out. I don't do know. Think, I, wonder I don't what the know. science is behind that. That's what I was wondering. Because they say we pass, like when I look at, I can't remember what you said it was called. Epigenetics. Some, yeah, epigenetics, the passing of trauma and the passing of. So that is a, if you don't know what that is, I can't give the exact definition. It's really fascinating. But like African Americans, they pass down the the pain so like you can you pass it down emotionally through families it actually gets proven so trauma gets passed on and it's not just trauma as in like it's not like physical if like you've been abused then someone else abused you know what i'm saying it's like in your dna it's in your blood it's in your bones it's it's like passed down the emotional trauma is passed down through families so that's kind of made me that's a really good point that's what made me wonder is like white supremacy. It, it it does get to the question. I'd love to interview a historian or sociologist because, like, it gets to the question of white supremacy. Where was it originated? And then, are are we even passing it down more so than like? Is it in our blood? Is it in? Is it DNA? in your DNA? Is it in your makeup? Yeah. Like yeah. like like is it? And here's a better question: Is it something you can help? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is like, it a mental illness? Is it an illness? Yeah. Is, exa- a is it like you? a phenomenon? You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's been so ingrained from what, 1500s? I don't know. Whenever. And is it passed down in our brains, in our DNA, in the, what we believe, more so than just like, more so than just a culture? Yeah. And like I said, is it something you can help? I'm not saying it. I'm not saying that to let white people off the hook. I'm just saying that, like, if epigenetics is a thing and we can pass down trauma trauma from slavery, then why couldn't you pass down ideologies and beliefs and systems? And is that why we see white supremacy? Feelings. That's actually feelings. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just a mindset. So it's like... Because I think of this work when I think of the podcast and what I'm trying to do with it, it's always... Part of it is create equity and mm-hmm. and wonder why white supremacy is such a reigning concept and why it's so deeply rooted in what we do. And that's where the question to me comes from. Is it something that's passed down psychologically? Yeah, psychologically. Yeah. I- so if we got any listeners that know that answer. <laughs> 
I'd like to think it is because I think there is yeah. a fear of if I'm if I'm being really candid, is sometimes I look at European American people and there's this look of like better than yeah absolutely and that's what i'm saying and i feel it you know like absolutely and that's valid because i feel like even like you hear you hear the president say shithole countries sorry swearing if you guys bother you but you know it's that whole concept of that white people nordic swedish what you think of traditional white blonde blue hair you know, is dominant and is the better culture and that's been passed down that idea has been passed down yeah let me also say to that is that yes in africa there are shithole countries but you have to find out why yeah if you get closer to the history of why there are shithole countries then you understand it goes back to that idea the, of white yes of white supremacy yes and that's <laughs> Do you know what, what i mean yeah and conquerors yeah <laughs> Absolutely. Because they are. Like, let's not, he's not wrong in saying that there are some very shithole places. As a first world person. Right. Then you would be like, that's just, eh. As a first world person. Yeah. You know, but Africa is actually very rich in minerals and, and resources and everything. And she's still being raped and robbed of those things from colonization so it's like when we look at that and we say there is a belief that a certain faction of people or um country or whatever are a certain way a lot of times when you walk back in history you see where white supremacy has set it up for that to be so yeah right haiti yeah um, you know what yeah. i mean you And then the idea of whiteness trying to, like, not only do we conquer, but we push our culture on everybody. You know, like, and try to, exactly. That's why I'm saying dangerous. That's where dangerous comes from. Because, you know, I'm sure we still see conquer, but we conquer, white people conquering, of course. We just read George W. Bush. What did you say about George W. Bush was on the list of the 10 greatest conquerors for what what had the world terror. Yeah. Which is freaking wild. That is wild. Because you don't think of, like, modern day stuff as conquerors. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like back in the day where whole countries would just say, I'm going to take over. You know what I mean? And this ride in. But, you know, he did in a sense. And... Like I said, so it's like goes to that question: Was that passed down to him? It makes it's no different from what happens with Christianity, what happens with uh, well, religion in general. Yeah, is that you see this this ideology that was built by a European American right. mindset right. being pushed all over the world. Right, right. So it's like if there are a faction of Christians that believe if you're not Christian, you're not right. Yeah, 100%. Just like like I recently had my neighbors come to my door. I have a neighbor. I listen to all the different people in the neighborhood, and I actually have conversation with Jehovah's Witnesses. And they came to my house on Easter Sunday. Just I wasn't here, but my husband is like, they wanted to remind you that Easter wasn't. Like, they wanted to remind me of what I should be celebrating. Really? Yeah. And I think that on a grand scale, one of the religions that probably do that the most is the European-centric sure, Christianity. Christian. That yeah. it's, this is what is I was going right. to say that, and I don't know, but I could misquote that, though, because, like, I did not know. We learned this, that Islam is, um, there's more Asian is, uh, Muslims, right? There, Doesn't we learn that? There are lots of, yeah. There so Asian what Muslims. I'm trying to say is I don't want to say that Christianity is a white-centric religion. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. White Jesus. Yeah, that's 
it's true. Jesus yeah. is like white. Like I everybody know, is I white. Know. I know. Like, I remember this is interesting because I remember I went to a Christian school and I had to take a, it was like a religion class, but my teacher was great and he was like, you know, Jesus wouldn't have been white. Like he probably would have looked more Arabic than anything. You know what I mean? Based but, on where he lived. And I just remember thinking that like we have, again, painted everything from a white lens. Yes, and I think it's so natural to me, especially when we talk about um, the pushing of ideals, is that it's very natural that people of different areas are going to worship people that look like them. Yeah. Or things that look like them. Right. So when you look at Hinduism, you see the the many different deities. And, and yeah, that's a good like, point. They, they look like that. When you look at, you know, some of the African religions and beliefs, and it's either things of nature or it's things that look like them. Right. Christianity is, is one that it only, it's this white dude. Right. And you're pushing that to people around the world. Right. That, you need to celebrate this white dude. Yeah, in this culture. In this, yes. That yes. goes with it. Yes, yeah. and I grew up Christian. Yeah. But I also know that I I will not allow, I've told myself I cannot allow Christianity to keep me in, in chains in the sense of it was a tool that was used to keep black folks, slaves at bay to say that the yeah. God says, I want this. Hell, the Spanish came over and said in the name of God that they were going to conquer these people if they didn't take over, if they, yeah, didn't, that's right. if they didn't assimilate to this certain belief. So right. I think that when we talk about on the religion front, on the cultural front, on the system of beliefs front, on the governance front, that yes, it is very European-centric ideals are in very many places right. because European-centric people went places to conquer all over and did not right. have and an so appreciation do, for the culture that was already right. there. And so is that attitude passed on generationally? Like, do white people... <gasps> that's a hard question. Do white people... And do we naturally think we're better than other people? Uh-huh. I, You know what I mean? I think if you look at history, I would say yes. And even white people to this day, and that's where you came up with, like, I think it's called racial science, where white people were, like, you don't see any other culture trying to prove that another race is, you know what I mean? Inferior. Yeah. Like, you, white people are the only people, what is, what is it called? I don't remember what the Germans did, but it, there's a science. Eugenics. That's it. Eugenics. Yeah. That they was got that from us. Like, yeah. They from, got that from us. From Americans. That's right. And, yeah. And so... Like you don't, and that's what I'm saying, like you don't see other cultures or other races doing particularly what white people have done yeah. and trying to prove that they are the dominant race. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. That's the question that I've been asking of myself is like that, because here's the thing, unless you we can address that, like I think you said it, like is, is it's enough, this is another question, is racism a mental illness? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's got it is so that gets to what I'm saying though too. It's very similar. Yeah, is what I'm saying is like, is the idea that white is right passed down generationally, Mm -hmm. not through culture, not through, you know what we believe, but through your DNA. Yeah, I don't know what that's called though. Like epigenetics, it's not epigenetics, but like what is that called and. Is that a huge reason? Because I always wonder this. How in 2019, so this is this is what's fascinating to me. It's not fascinating, it's sad, but how in 2019 are things still so bad? 
you know what I mean? And that's what gets to my deeper question mm-hmm. of, is it passed down? Yeah, I think. And do we need to study that yeah. to even figure it out? Because there's, there's a nurture piece, but I believe absolutely, that absolutely. definitely a nature piece. That's too. what, thank you. Too. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Is like, yes, of course we know that people have ideologies and they have things, their absolute attitudes that are absolutely passed down. Right. But is it something that you're born with? Mm. Are you born a white supremacist? Yeah. And is and if so, then that means that every single person, white person, has to work towards undoing that. I mean, you definitely have to work towards undoing white supremacy because it's everywhere. It's 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 dominant part of our culture and it's hard for people to hear yeah. that. You know what I mean? But like is it in your DNA? Are you born that way as a white person? Damn, Sam. I know. I don't necessarily this is a hard one because I'm not even sure I have a so what now what for it because I don't really I don't know that I have like an answer. <laughs> I don't you know. know there I, mean? is I don't an know. There's an answer. I, but I, and I can say on the flip side that if if I could be born thinking I not born, oh, gosh, I wonder if we are born that way, thinking that you're less than. Right. Oh, that's a good question too. If you can come into this world, I don't remember a time and place where I thought I was on the level. Of I still to this day that we're that I'm equal to European really? people. What do you mean? I we're just not equal. We'll never. I, what do you mean not we'll equal? Ne- like in your capabilities or just like your social stand? Just um, being equal citizen wise. Yeah, like, like your color, your color skin. You're not valued like other people. We'll never be an. an uh, the other day, I, I guess I can put it this term, is that I was having a conversation with my husband about, um, I went to a, a meeting where I was, I was invited to a smaller faction of a meeting where, you know, I was only a black person there and I'm looking at the, ta- the room around me and I'm like, yo, there's a lot of money at this table, right? And even for one of the European Americans, there it's probably just starting off in life. But I'm looking at where they're starting. Off. I was like, that will never be. We will. It, there's no wealth wise, rights wise. Like it's just we're talking about cultural shifts. We'll never catch up wealth wise ever. Which we know that money changes a lot of things, but just. Um, the level of of having that level of excellence i won't ever see it in my lifetime yeah ever there's no there's i won't i won't see it right i could have all the money that i want to have but still be less than mm-hmm. and that sucks because the way society views you or just because of the way our country is set up right that's a crazy thing. Because if I mean, if if you talk about what's the greatest thing that we can do, or you know, the greatest position leadership wise you can hold as a person, you think about president, right? Right. And then I think about our first black president, and then what he still had. He still was never enough. Right. He still was never seen. Well, and then when we had a black president, look what happened to the country. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it flipped on its head, and 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 then we got Donald Trump, and not bringing politics into it, but you did. You saw the rise of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. We, well, it was already there, but it's like yeah, yeah. And, it but, came I mean, out some into people the woodwork. Didn't though. know what was in them, and that came out exactly. And so it's like so that goes to my question exactly. I know this is a circular question. This is a circular conversation because it's like you said. I think I think a lot of white people inherently do think they're better than. Then I feel that way. Yeah, you think I it, think, and I, I actually think feel so. that way. I, I do. And some of them and don't I even think know they, they look feel at that history way. and would say that. Yeah, 
Because look at how much better your life is. You could be in Africa. Right. But I'm like, what if what if European people never, and Spanish people, and we and never, French and then people, that, and yeah, and we never have, like, I think. European and Spanish and French, that's all European. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that is, but it goes to, that makes me think of, um, and the book I w- I'm still reading is Lies Your History Teacher Told You, but there's a lie, inherent lie. So when we look at Europeans that came over, and looked at Indians, they called them barbaric. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. looked at them and said, you aren't civilized. And so we've learned throughout history, and our history books still paint them as uncivilized. As uncivilized. Yep. And the book actually points out that they were one of the most advanced, c- advanced and civilized nations and very forward-thinking on things like gender. And, uh, and yeah, gender is one of them, but then um, roles in society and women's roles. They were one of the ones leading the charge and letting women rule, you know, whereas whereas white people had all, with so many things backwards. You know what I'm saying? And if white people are the ones telling the history, which is true, then... Dangerous. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's when I say dangerous. It's yeah. it's not like just physically violent. Yeah. But, you know, white people are the ones telling the history. So then it it's up to them to tell the story. Yeah. And that's the deal is that we don't have anybody that can tell those stories. Mm-mm. We don't have anyone living that can tell those stories. So yeah, good point. <laughs> that's the tough part. Is our there is a level of dangerous with um, the whiteness of things. Yeah, there is a level of dangerousness yeah. with with that. I think. Yeah, I with that ideology, with not waking up because I think the European American people that have who think differently have been taught to think differently. Right, have been forced yeah. It's been an exactly. It's been a very conscious effort yep. of undoing, yes. and that's why I like it, diving into this work. I'm always learning, and people say that they're in the right. You have to undo yeah. white supremacy. You have to undo. We are so indoctrinated with that idea. And I think that's what a lot of activists are getting at when they say you have to undo white supremacy. It is like, Robin D'Angelo says that it's like in the water. It's in the air. It's in you know what I mean? It's in everything. So even the most intentionally good white people, it's and this is hard for white people to hear, have to constantly examine themselves. So I guess that could that might be just talking it out loud what my so what now what would be like this is just one it's an important conversation and it's an interesting thing to think about but two it's this is for white people but you have to wrestle with the idea that that this could have been passed down to you. You know what I mean and that like it is I mean I've had to wrestle with it. I don't think that white people are inherently better but I think that I've had certainly had questions about well, why is Africa still so poor? You yeah. know what I mean? Or why is why is South America, you know, why are there so many poor countries? And why are so many people of color still in poverty? Yeah. You know, and and there is that question and you have to wrestle with those things. And, and so I would say that's my charge. That's like my now what to white people is like, like you always say, get closer to history yep. and ask those really deep questions. The why. Yeah. Because you can say, like, we can see what's in front of our face. Um, I equated to you have a kid who is acting up in school 
they're acting up, they're a problem. Yeah. They're a pro- they're just a problem. But we don't look at a problem child being a child with problems. So we look at these places as like they're a problem. They're right. because we see the things that are going on there. Right. We see, but we don't look back at what is the underlying root of this problem. problem. Okay, so the government is corrupt. How did their government get established? How did these things sort of happen? What's going yeah, on at home? Wrestle with the history. Yes, and yeah. then when you it sucks. It's a it it is it is a journey that I don't know that many people have the time, patient or attention That's a really to good go point down. Too. That they, they're not willing yeah, to go down. It's a privilege for yep. me to even get to think about this stuff. I can yep. acknowledge that. You know, because I do it for a living. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I wrestle with these questions. Because you have. Because I take the time because that's what I'm trying to do. But at the same time, if you're listening to this podcast, then you're already doing the work. Part yeah. of the work. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're not saying you have to read five history books and take a deep dive into history. Because you don't have to read a ton to ask yourself a, you know, and realize that you have been indoctrinated in white supremacy. Mm-hmm. We all have. I think what happened, and that's my charge to other white people, is like I think we think of white supremacy as neo Nazis, but white supremacy, we partake in a system that is even today still clearly white supremacist. You yeah, know. I look at it like this: is I want to go to Africa, and one language that I need to learn in order to go to Africa is French. Why is mm. that? Oh, that's a good point. Why am yeah. I learning French to be able to go right. and have a good time in Africa? Right. That is a part of the white supremacy question. Right. I'm not going to answer it because I'm going to say, like, if you, you really look at why, why is French a dominant language in Africa? Yeah. And still to this day. Still to this day. Yeah. That's a really so, good point. That's yes. so interesting. That's a part of it. It is that that supremeness. The it's not just it's not about hating anyone. It's about thinking yourself to be better than others. Right. So take the 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 the, the type the brand of white supremacy we're talking about is thinking yourself to be better. Right. Than that your race at is this day better. age because before it was it was like you are less than. But right now you can not have hatred towards a vast group of people, but feel like you're better than exactly. Them. That's a great point, and I think that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like you can say all day long, well, I think everyone's equal. I don't hate that. Or I'm I'm nice to everybody, but it but if you dig a little deeper in your real thoughts, do you believe that white people are inherently better? Would you or more any? talented or better looking? That's another one. Yeah. White people, we still beauty standards to this day are still primed to look like me. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that it's easier for me to walk through the world. How do you combat that? Because how do you acknowledge us? So you're like, you know, like white supremacy rule. Have you have you had to reconcile with any thoughts of your version of what you thought was you yeah. being supreme? I yeah. I mean, I think I don't know if I I truly believe that I'm supreme. Or but I have think, you had actions or things? Yeah, I don't know if I've done anything, but I've certainly seen like beauty standards and thought. European Americans were the beauty standard. That is what is beautiful. You guys straight, look better. Yeah, exactly. Like straight blonde hair is mm-hmm. prettier than natural hair on a black woman. I don't know if I think that now, but I've certainly wrestled with it. And it's like, why is that? It's all hair, you know, but why is straight? Why is my hair better? Yeah. Why do like, I think my hair is better? Right. Like why is straight blonde hair the standard of beauty? Which it has been. And it's easier for me to walk through the world, I think, with beauty standards than... And I definitely know that. I don't even know if pretty privilege is a thing, but... 
people yeah. treat you better than when yeah. you're good looking. Pretty privilege is like, it's a thing, you know, yeah. or just like thin privilege. That's another one. Mm-hmm. People are gonna think I'm crazy for saying this stuff, but it's real. Like it's very real. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, the way I look and my husband looks is kind of like still dominant culture and yeah. the pinnacle of what's good yeah. or what looks good. Now that's changing, and it takes white people asking those questions and challenging their their beliefs that's what i'm saying what has gotten you to challenge that like what was there something in your life where you're like oh like i'm i'm not like i i had this thought this is not or how did you challenge yourself to reconcile i think it's just i don't know if i've had one moment i think it's just been trying and it's been exposure to other things that don't look like me yeah you know what i mean i think culture is just shifting and changing as it is and so I'm starting to appreciate beauty outside of what I normally thought. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? And I don't know if it was like one moment, and yeah. I think it's still evolving. Yeah. You know what I mean? What I see as beautiful is evolving because I'm being exposed to more. Whereas even when I was a kid, models were predominantly thin and white. I mean, that's just is what it is. So being able to appreciate other cultures is happening because based on my exposure. But you can't even... You can't even question those things if you, it's all you see is white. You know well, what I'm yeah. saying? You can't even wrestle with the thought that you may think white is right yeah. unless you see unless more. You see it. Yeah, unless, unless you know. Exactly. So I know that I personally still have to force uh, re- uh, deal with white supremacy being a part of my life in beauty standards mm-hmm. and in the thought of where I feel like I could be in my life. Skin-wise, it's totally different from when I was a kid. I like wish I was actually darker. Like I'm like, oh, I wish I was more dark. But yeah. I would never say that. I would never say that within the past 15 years. Like 15 years ago, it would have been a totally different. Yeah, exactly. It would have been a totally different answer. Right. Hair-wise, it took my daughter to, or actually it took my husband to walk me towards that journey of appreciating because I still thought like long that those sorts of things were were better. Even where you live. Yeah. I lived, I per, I bought a house, you know, bought a house in a predominantly white neighborhood. And on purpose? Or it just happened. Just because I had the money to do it, and it was like, this is where I want to live, where subconsciously it's like, I'm doing better because Mm -hmm. I'm in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took my kids and my life to evolve for me to appreciate that living around all European and American people doesn't make me any better because they're not any better. Right. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that they're not, white isn't better. Right. And so like really, but that's how it's been taught. Like you go to a white neighborhood, you do this like all these things. safer, cleaner, better, all of the things. They're better. Yeah. Yeah. So like I still have to wrestle with that. I mean, there's a certain level of pride that I think I've gotten in being or that I've learned and gained over the past, my son is 12, or this has 12 to 13 years of just an appreciation for who I am in the, as, as an American, but definitely I still have to fight that, you know, the mm-hmm. standard of, of white being better and so many different things. Right. But there's because a, it's there's been a level so of hope. passed down. Yeah, yeah, there's a level of hope. Though. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely, I would say that's the great thing is that like that's why media is so important because mm-hmm. it plays such a big role. And you know, even things like Netflix of like making original shows. That Netflix is my shit. I know. Like I think not even just race wise, but I'm watching a show with about a kid that has cerebral palsy and is gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you never see that. Mm-hmm. That you don't see things. I mean, disability is a whole nother conversation conversation with within culture but of underrepresentation and so you're starting to see you're starting to value place value on people that aren't predominantly white able 
straight. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I think for me, like you asked what changed that or how did I reckon with that question? It was just exposure to things that don't look like me. You know, so I guess that's like the now what. Yeah, absolutely. It's like exposure, is like expose is. yourself to art, to media, to shows, to books by people that you can appreciate and say, wow, like look at how amazing their culture mm-hmm. is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree because it really took, I think the whole, for, for me, it was the magic area. Who, whoever came up with Black Girl Magic. Oh, really yeah, I love that. Incited something of just valuing who you are because, I, again, I do believe it starts with, it starts in the womb. It starts where where we're formulating and being created, which goes back to where your question of is it inherent? I think it just, I think a lot of it starts. Yeah right in the belly yeah it does and, and unless we can reckon with that and think it think about it yeah it can't it's not gonna change no. so i think that's like a lot of why i'm even wanted to do this episode because it does one the question grabs people's attention but two what i'd want people to get out of it white people is that that's who i'd speak to on this one is that I, you just don't realize how dominant white supremacy is in your culture yeah. and it's and it's just like a belief system it's yeah. just something that like whether you have the best intentions and whether you had the best parents who really were loving, like you said, you can be loving and not hate someone, but that doesn't mean your attitudes towards people of color are are good. Yeah. And it's something to wrestle with. Yeah. It's something to it's really hard to even admit that too. So yeah, I think you guys should answer that question too. Do you think based off of your system of beliefs is it dangerous is yeah or is white supremacy something that is a part of the DNA DNA I know I want someone to answer that question I wish I didn't give my mama's slight slight hoarder mentality (laughs) does she I need to get rid of papers yeah I need to get rid I keep to hold on to papers forever yeah that cannot be that was passed down gotta be I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> but yes. Funny. So these are, uh, this is a personal if you journey. you pass down other stuff, then why not? Yes. I behave just like my grandmother's mother. I learned that through. So it's like, that how is that trait? How are we almost exactly the same? Like I would love to. If we know someone that knows someone that speaks to this, I'd yes. love to interview them. Yes. Because I don't even know where to start to research it. You know, yeah. I just think it's an interest. I definitely think... We could do a part two on this if we could find someone. Somebody. Interesting. Somebody. So we're putting it out into the airways. Email us or, or tell us if you, even if like you're aware and you had this conversation and you studied something like this or similar, tell me what I'm talking about. <laughs> tell me what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> there's a term. No, I'm serious. Like if epigenetics is a thing, there's a term for this. Yeah, I don't definitely. even, I don't know what it's called though. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Until this, next time. This yeah, is a good one. I hope you... Go ask someone that question and see what the reaction is. <laughs> Holy shit. Excuse me. Sorry, Bella. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ask someone and see what happens. Are white people inherently dangerous? What do you mean? Bring that up at your next party. Or I'm Shoot. sure people will be excited to have you gently, around. Gently, gently. Gently, 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 yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is a good one. I I'm, I was like, when I brought this up to you, I was like, oh, what's she going to think? Is this, this is a weird topic? Something to talk about. It is something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I enjoy talking about this one. I like thinking. I like thinking through questions that don't necessarily have answers. Yeah. I think it's important. Yep. So. so stay open. Stay curious. And make it a great day. Closer to history.
Ooh, that was a good episode. Yes, it was. Oh, but we would love to give you more. Yes, we would. Like exclusive content, merch, all types of good learning tools. Absolutely. So you can head over to patreon.com slash your neighborhood and check out all our different tiers of giving, or you can just do a one-time donation on Patreon, Cash App, or Venmo at your neighborhood. 